we hold these truths to be self-evident that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism it is their right it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security you're tuning into the constitutionalist with donny the don don't be political property be free hello hello everybody welcome glad y'all made it tonight if you can do me a favor share the show if you can and uh get some people out here i'm going to share it as well but real quick so i've been have i got my account back today and I saw where they were talking about Congress um, House passed a uh, bill for marijuana. So there's big debates going on about it. It's not just that. This is like just fill in the blank with any kind of right or freedom. I'm going to just use marijuana for the example because I'm going to be discussing it in depth tomorrow for my um, example. So people say, well, well, it's a it's a drug, so you know it, it should be legal. Well, if you we've been compromising our rights for so long that you allowed the government to get huge, um, major, use humongo, and so when you say things like that, they said they're going to go ahead and legalize it, so they're going to do a lot of taxes, going to have a lot of regulations, and then not not many of us are going to benefit like from a small business perspective. How the government has shown how it operates and works. If you look at where they legalize it in different states, same scenario. So I say my opinion is just to remove the unconstitutional in the first place because it was unconstitutional. So instead of making a whole new bill where they add a bunch of fluff in there and they add all these things where they money launder, do whatever they want to do, that needs to be out of it. So when someone says, okay, well, what about this and the THC and all this? End of the day. The marijuana as it is, cannabis as it as it is, it was put on this earth as a plant. And then they will make sure they'll tell you, um, you it's mandated you get this vaccine. You have to get this vaccine. You won't have your job anymore. But a natural plant, you've outlawed it. So who's who's benefiting here? The pharmaceutical companies, any kind of other product that comes from this, this isn't for your safety. A lot of times when governments make laws and say things, it's for your safety. I hear the same arguments and fear-mongering that I've heard whenever they push anything. If you go back and look at the old ads trying to scare people from not using marijuana, people going crazy and jumping out of windows, like that's what they were doing to scare people out of it. So for me, uh, it's a liberty thing. It doesn't matter if you like it or not, you don't partake in it. That's your choice. You don't have to. But you shouldn't infringe on anyone else's rights. So you can, anyone can have their opinion about it all they want to. But at the end of the day, that's your opinion. The Constitution protects those people's rights um, to have these things. And at the end of the day, we have to start paying attention and stop complying um, overall because there's so many laws that are not constitutional and um, fighting back. So I don't want to do most of the talking. I see that Blondie is back and wants to say something. So let me add them and then we can keep on going with the conversation. I added this next caller. It's not working. Let me try again. Bondia. I'm at Everybody with her? Everybody there? There you yeah, are. Yeah, good to hear you. Good to hear you. Good to hear you. Basically, I agree with what you're saying. In regards to marijuana, I'll be honest, it's a touchy subject, not because I'm a recreational user, but because I'm an herbalist. I don't go to the doctor much. Uh, I'm diabetic, but I don't use medicine. I use uh, 
I don't use nothing prescription. I use nothing but herbals. And I've gotten good, good, uh, good results. Uh, I use herbals for a lot of things, including during this COVID period. I never once got the vaccine, so I'm clean. I'm good. Uh, I know I'm going to live long, long life. Thank God in that sense. Um, so when it comes to herbalism, that's the only reason I really voted for, 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 uh, marijuana here in California. I know I broke traditions with a lot of conservatives, but I had my own opinion in regards to that. Now, I don't like how, how the government has gotten involved since a long time ago, starting with a NGO called Rockefeller, when he basically took over the American Medical Association, or he started it, if I'm right, and he started peddling uh, petrol, uh, petroleum-based medicine, and what we have in just about everything in pharmaceuticals now. And he went out there and just called anything that was traditional folk remedies, good old folk remedies that, you know, you probably got some of this, uh, Donnie, from your grandma, from your other grandma, great-grandma, you know, handed down to your mom, to you. I, I got a lot of stuff handed down like that. As a Mexican, I got a lot of things handed down. We, we are hardcore uh, into herbalism. So I don't go personally, as, as it is now with a doctor, I hate that. Uh, the government overreach, believe it or not, Donnie, believe it or not when I say this. Back in 1998, when I was going into college, coming back from Alaska because I worked fisheries for three years, I took a class in sociology and I once read, and probably sociology 101 if I remember right, when medicine becomes politics, and it was talking about female mutilation, in countries like, you know, Iran, you know, Muslim, I never thought I would get to see it here in my own country. I never thought I would get to see it here in the United States and how they played in the last two years with the COVID. That the medical industry is so basically sold. They're basically doing the PR work for Big Pharma. Big Pharma showed that they have such a big tentacles in everything that has to do with health. Never have we seen the the overreach of power from the government, from the CDC, from anything in healthcare where they tell you, if you're not vaccinated, they won't see you at the doctor. Believe it or not, Donnie, I had my mom here and she's still locked up here in my house. She's 87 years old, of course. She's an old person. She doesn't go out much. But I haven't even taken her out, not because I fear anymore. I know this thing is like an endemic now. But the whole thing is because I didn't want her to catch anything, despite that she was taking four folk remedies, um, high levels of vitamin, minerals, all this stuff, and herbals to, to keep her blood clean. I know, and, you know, because we, I, I'm the one that goes in and out of the house, you know, along with my sister, since I take care of her. So I, to avoid the COVID, we had to take, you know, precautionary measures. But I would never imagine in the world that how the medical industry, and I'm not saying all doctors, because I know there's a lot that protest in and are against this, this overreach. But there's a lot of doctors, and usually out of money. It's always out of money. If they were to give you the COVID shot, one and two, they get about two thousand, I think twenty five hundred to two thousand dollars per uh, set of COVID that when they shoot you up. I believe that they were doing it because of that, and I believe a lot of them are just stupefied. They're dumb. I don't trust, and I don't like the government overreach, and especially when you use this healthcare. It's a horrible thing. It's it, it, it didn't scare me. It just it, at the beginning maybe it did, but it just angered me. It made me mad as hell, and I said, "Bullshit! I'm not falling for this." And my mom's not getting the shot. Uh, I, there's a split between some of my family members that got it that didn't need to get it. Well, most of the retired my retired sisters that are in their sixties, they got it. They they didn't need it. They were out of work. They had no no need for it, and they got it. So I hope not to see them in an early death in the next couple of years from all the things that I've heard about the vaccine. But this government overreach is a horrible thing. If we don't put a stop to it now, it's going to get worse. I don't know if you've seen the assembly bills here in the state of California. I know you live in Texas, even though you're not from Texas, like you told me last time. But here in California, they have like about six bills that are ready to be signed, I believe, passed and signed by Governor Newsom right here. And most of it is to favor them. So whatever loopholes people got away with, uh, the first time, whether it was church-related or anything. I mean, they're even messing with people, church-based, private. That has nothing to do with the government entity. 
I don't know if you if you know Pastor John MacArthur gave him a fight from Grace Community Church in in uh, in, in Sun Valley. They gave him a war and he won. He beat the county and the state. Everybody thought it was just political money. No, it was about constitutional rights. What is right? And he beat the state. So they're basically trying to do here in the state of California, the Democrats are trying to do everything in their power. Again, more governmental reach by depriving us of civil rights, depriving us of constitutional rights, and shoving that stupid jab down our throat, one way or another. They want to make it law where you cannot get a job, whether you're a contractor like Uber or Lyft or any other company. You cannot get any type of work. Talk about segregation, the worst type of discrimination. This is like what happened to African Americans, you know, with the lynching, with the KKK, with the discrimination. We're living it all over again, but now it's not just black. It's the whole world here in the United States, here in the state of California, or what we call California, the next Calizuela. Um, and it's happening again, and it's a horrible thing, and we got to fight that nonsense. Okay. Point out something, too, that, you know, if you think about this, the, the government creates the problems, and they try to sell us solutions. So, you know, they're the ones who made, you know, like I said, marijuana place and then you brought up the whole COVID thing you know they were the guests apparently sounded like they're the ones who created the back the the COVID in the first place sold us a vaccine sold us the mask sold us people shut down their businesses and churches and then they sell us they make a problem and give us a crappy solution so like at the end of the day then why would you want something like that controlling your life um so I actually did a video it's on YouTube on this subject actually and I'm trying to see where I exactly where it's at I just lost it Cause I actually um, went on a little rant about it um, because when I saw the Democrats of the every election cycle, they're always pandering um, weed, um, legalizing weed. And let me play the video real quick on that, what I said a year ago um, on YouTuber. And uh, let me, one, one second. I was a little more goofier last year than I am now, I think. Cause I just heard myself being goofy and I'm wearing a Chad Prather t-shirt. I was supporting him when I found out he was running for Tex governor of Texas. Okay, here we go, guys. This video is for the House. Don't hurt fool anybody. I know you guys are using this to try to help y'all boost y'all elections for Joe Biden this year, with you know, pushing uh, um, decriminalizing marijuana. But I'm going to give you a tiny history lesson. In 1937, FDR, you know the Democrats pull them all the time. They love that socialist so much. He's the one who put the stamp tax on there. He's the one who started the regulations for it. And when he tried to do all that, it was considered unconstitutional. So the judicial branch decided to knock it out. But guess who was in charge of Congress? Who had the power in Congress at the time? Who went ahead and made it into law that it was illegal to have marijuana? Guess who? Democrats. But they're the ones pushing all this. Because you know houses right now is being ran by the Democrats. And I get it, Matt Gates. You're all for it. You're all for it. But this is a political game. Don't let them play this game. Mind you, under Obama's administration, they were seizing people's assets, their lands, their crops, everything. But under Trump's administration, don't take my word for it. Go ahead and look it up. Under Trump's administration, they've even increased the amount that you can grow so we can do more research. Because Donald Trump, he is a very very smart. If he's gonna put his name on it, he has to look at it first. He has to research it first. I can tell. That's that's what the kind of man he is. That's responsible instead of pandering. You know, because Kamala Harris. Real quick, um, my my opinion has changed on that, but on that part about Trump. But let me continue. You know, she already said that. You know, young people are dumb. Did, did we forget that she said that young people are dumb? And that's who you're pandering to. With this whole marijuana thing um so uh this is all a political move they don't care about you not getting in trouble for walking around the ounce or uh, a dime bag of weed they don't care about that but i'm gonna tell you this right now wait until after the election you may disagree with me guys but check this out if when it goes over to the senate and the Republicans run the Senate, it's going to make the Republicans look bad, in a sense, the, the voters that get for the election. So knock it out. Like, don't do not do it at all. Wait until after elections. Let the research go through and everything, because this is all a ploy. This is all for the elections. Like, remember, 
Democrats made it illegal in the first place. Just telling you. I was really cute in the video too. My hair was all bouncy and everything. Man. But anywho, I've been saying the same thing for quite some time about this. And guess what? You have another election cycle. Guess what? It's being brought up again in the house. It's a pattern. Um, but I, I was right. And actually, that was more than a year ago. It says a year ago on YouTube, but I know it was before the 2020 election. So let's see. Oh, I see. Blondie, did you want to add anything? Oh, and also, too, I have some comments. A lot of comments. Yeah. Blondie, go ahead. You go first. And I'll read the comments in a, sec- a second. It's, uh, basically, you know, I mean, this thing is, uh, we got to go back to what the founders gave us this country. As you mentioned, I know you're big on the Federal Republic, uh, which that's how the nation started with the first co- original constitution. There was no democracy. We got to go back to a lot of those things. I know it was the original 13 state, you know, then everything else got incorporated and as it grew, but we got to go back to where basically limited government. There's, I mean, there's got to be a lot, of, a lot of these things like a cleaning house, purging departments that are not needed, uh, purging departments where the the head director managers that are appointed, they're never elected, they're always appointed, so they're unelected officials. Those got to go out. I would make it so that if I was in power, you know, in Congress or something, my thing, or since you want to go yourself, Johnny, um, for. Uh, to be a politician, God bless you on that. I mean, that's a walk I wouldn't take. But assuming, right, uh, hypothetically speaking, if I were to do such a move, that was the <laughs> thing that, that I would stress on my fellow uh, political congressmen and women, that we got to cut the government down in half. There's so much things that we do not need. And things that have to be also put out in dis- on display, things that are hidden from the CIA, FBI, everything that supposedly aren't released for 75 years. That's bull. We're supposed to be a true transparency. Obama talked about transparency. He never lived, lived up to it. He was a liar. So what I would advocate is for transparency and limited government and, and cutting the powers because this is wrong. wrong. The, the thing about executive orders from the presidency to just Congress making bills, like here in California, making bills that they know very well you know, it's not only a waste of time and money, and, and, and it's giving people false hope, but like I mentioned a little while ago, the many uh, assembly bills that they're trying to put to enforce um, mandates for future, maybe they didn't do it now, but in the future, uh, all that's going to be challenged in court, and all that's going to be found unconstitutional. Why do we need that type of representation and people wasting taxpayer dollars Knowing, and a lot of these people are lawyers that, that run for the Assembly State Senate in the state of California and particularly every state. Why do we have to be constantly having to mis, mismanage money because of stupid people that want to get away with what, you know, rewriting the Constitution, whether it's the California Constitution or challenging the, the federal? Why do we need to go through that? We just had a good governor, uh, not, not my state, unfortunately, Florida. Governor DeSantis, he just signed that law, Parental Bill of Rights. And what is it that LGBTQ and Disney come out with that nonsense? They start attacking and calling it a don't say gay. In that paper, if you've read it, it has nothing to do with gay. It has to do with empowering the parents rightfully over their children and not allowing the school system to indoctrinate. I mean, who's going to get it together? I'm, I'm honestly getting sick and tired of this. You know? I was close-minded. I would say grooming instead of indoctrinating. It, it seems like a grooming tactic. Yeah. You're right. I, I remember stepping into college, stepping into Bible college and two, which is a not traditional seminary or anything. My mind opened. I'm so thankful to God for the Bible first that opened my mind from ignorance. I had just a typical ignorance because I wasn't well-read. I started noticing, I started questioning my own party. And I'll be honest, I didn't want to be a Republican. I had so many biases against the, the, the Republican Party that I had to adjust them and, and find out the truth. And I'm now I'm, I'm really disenchanted. I'm really pissed off with them, too. And I more consider myself more independent, right? But the problem is 
we cannot just have these two parties and like the only selection. And we cannot have a secret Democrat party that's really uh, Communist Party USA bullshit. That, that's nonsense either. We, we got to watch out. We got to discern with, with, a, with a godly discern and vet people that are c- c- coming in, scrutinize them uh, very well, background and everything. Because there is a lot of phonies that come into the Republican, Libertarian Party. And I know there's still some good people in the Democrat Party, but the whole thing is everything is so dirty, so perverted, so it needs to be purged. We need truly a remake of the United States, like in, in the fashion that our founding fathers meant it. And we need to do away with the evils that a form of segregation they're trying to put with big government, with CRT, 1619 Project, government mandates, overreach, all this garbage. Why are you treating us like like the African-Americans? And no disrespect to the African-American community. I love, I love them. I have a lot of friends. No, I, I, I don't understand the black Democrats. Don't they see the things that they're doing again? The, the Democrats are reusing them to instill a form of segregation. But now it's on the masses through victim uh, uh, identity, victim uh, philosophies that cut stemming from CRT, Marxism, all these movements that are to the left, you know, and then those soft progressives that are in the right, they need to be really put to the test and be put out and display. And, and, and like, like Obama said that he didn't live up to, transparency. Unfortunately, he didn't live up to, he wasn't transparent. And many, 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 uh, many, many presidents too have failed at that. We, we should have a law to make them transparent. We should have laws that you cannot sign a bill in the U.S. House of Representatives to send to, to Congress, whether it's a thousand pages or more or whatever. You cannot sign it until you've read it. Even if it takes you two months to get it done. You cannot write, sign it overnight like what they did with Affordable Care Act or anything like that. That's nonsense. Yeah, definitely. And also, too, um, Bondi, they need to have a limit on how many pages it is. If it's, yeah. called, if it's called one thing, it needs to focus on one thing. It's going to be a whole bunch of pages. Like I said, these corporations are, um, well, I may not have said it in this show, but I, I, like I say sometimes, these corporations are the ones writing these policies. But don't go anywhere quite yet. We got Jet up next. Um, let me pull Jet over here one second. And we have Steve. You're going to be next on deck. So, Jack, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, I tried to unmute, but anyways, my bad. Um, Baldy, or if that's how you pronounce it. I don't know if I'm, you know, pronunciation is wrong. But anyways, what I was about to say, though, is I, I believe what you're saying is to be correct, um, especially about getting certain politicians out and with the parties and whatnot, like how we need a different system. Now I, uh, I have interjection that doesn't, uh, I, I, it's not disagreeing with you, but it's like uh, food for thought, like specifically with Camilla Harris, like when, when I guess Biden tapped her and everybody knew about her because I don't pay attention to politics, like, like, people who are in it and everything. And that's not another reason of the problem. You know, uh, I was just talking to my grandma and asking her about the, we were just having a conversation and, and I was asking her who her local senators were and who her, who, who the governor was. She only knew the governor cause he's always on the news, you know, Greg Abbott and I'm residing in Texas as well. But the thing about it, what I was getting at is how, um, when she got tapped and everybody knew it was Kamala Harris, the people that when she, I believe she was DA in her dis in her in her district where she was the position that she held. I, I like forgive me because I don't, I'm you know very vague on the knowledge, but uh, pertaining to the marijuana laws that she upheld, and she just basically gave the book to a lot a lot of people who basically just didn't had they had like a couple of grams on them or, or, you know, in a sense, it wasn't anything, you know, harmful to anybody. And so my thing was, if we want to actually get certain politicians out or not really uh, leave them 
up for the only uh, pick to vote for because that's what my grandma said. Well, that was that what I was what left with because oh yeah, that's why because Biden came on the screen and then she was like ah oh, fuck him or some shit like that and uh, I was like but you voted for him. She was like but because that was what I was left with and I was like but that's the problem because that's what we leave the, us with and and so I started asking her about all of the and so you know I'll skip all that just to keep the thing going but uh, in that sense. Where I believe we should start is lobbyists. Our lobbyists are like one of our direct voices to a lot of issues that are passed with business corporations making laws for us and a lot of other things that I won't get into right now just to keep, you know, conversation short on my end. But lobbyists, we definitely need to start work, like finding out and, and postering who these lobbyists are and who these companies pay and bribe to actually make these votes on our behalf, because that's who that's who lobbyists are supposed to be. And not only that, like when I go back to Camilla, Camilla and how she acted when she was D.A. or whatever position she held where she was in the court system. She and she's giving people the book for harmless shit. Like even if you're going to chart or give them something, you're, you're giving them a way more than what, what's supposed to be like you're ruining people's lives already arresting them on false pretenses it's it's i think it's crazy to say that you're innocent until proven guilty but i faced a charge and i was innocent and i went to trial on it but i was in jail the whole time and i think it's funny how our our people who are locked up they get precedence over people who who can bail out who if they, they the court system looks at you as if you can afford to bail out then what what you have time to wait, basically. So they're going to every time you go back for your probation date, they're going to keep on extending the court date. Keep on. They're just it's a game to make you sign. And because they the, all the court systems, they worry about a conviction rate. And so, you know, just like the feds. But at the same time, going back with Camilla and when she was running or, or even when they were just in the primaries, like the one I don't see a lot of people when they are on those big debates that are real people like like on this podcast that actually have real questions that that actually want real answers asking questions. It seems like actually the only two people who are talking are the actual primary uh, candidates. And they're they're talking back and forth over stuff that they already know. One, the public's going to ask them. Two, main rele- main relevant points that we could talk about that we see on the news daily. So it, it's it's like to the point where you've already had enough time to even for to come up with a whole bunch of good tickling ear wor- words to tickle my ears. You see what I'm saying? And, and it gets us nowhere. So I, I I see a lack of people who really know what's going on in these politicians' faces, calling them out. And I don't see that blasted on the media, but you know who controls the media as well. So it's it's to the point where whoever is going to be a part of this party, if if they want to say they want to make another party, they actually have to put money into it. I'm not I'm not saying uh, you know we should donate right now or whatnot, but we should come up with a way to where it's like a union. When you start a union, like my union right now, I'm a sheet metal journey uh, apprentice, but I'm going on my way to be a journeyman. We just had a meeting. Not too long ago, we have a, we have a meeting coming up in two weeks. You know, I'll be attending, but they talked about setting up a strike, a strike committee. And so what I'll give people FYI, when you're in a union, you know, the big movie that came out on Netflix, The Irishman, really peep game on Jimmy Hoffa and what unions are really about. When you're in a union and, and the union doesn't have a strike, uh, strike committee, what they call it, because you vote for the people who are going to because when you strike, nobody's working. That's the, that's the whole thing of the strike. But the whole thing about the strike committee and having a fund for your strike is that's coming out of everybody's pocket who's a part of the union. And so and it's, it's just real difficult to get people on one accord and understand that they got have to sacrifice for the benefit of the good. I mean, if, and if we were really ready to spill blood for our country or ready to see our country better. I, I really believe that I won't see the better that I've worked for. I, my children will and my grandchildren will. They'll see the work. And I, I just pray that God will be able to bless me or that I do enough to for him to bless me with the honor to, to be called one of those people or a pioneer of the work that's been done. But that's all I'm really going to say. And those dimes, the jump diamonds, boom. If I had sound effects, I would drop some. I appreciate that. And um, real quick, I like this shirt you're wearing. Where'd you get that from? 
He fell off. <laughs> he got it from notpolitical.com. Hit the shop button, and then that's where you can get that shirt. What it says is property of God only. And my biggest thing is our rights are God given. If uh, we depend on men to uh, give us our rights, then they can also take them away. So that's therefore my rights came from God, and no one can take them from me. I want to elaborate on some things he was talking about with uh, Kamala Harris um, and maybe a commercial. But Kamala Harris has got caught lying on Breakfast Club, which is talking about marijuana, all that good stuff. I'm going to play this one. And then I also, if, if y'all haven't heard the clip of that pastor talking about her, um, she was Miss Lock Up a Brother. That's what they call Kamala Harris. So I'm, I'm going to do that one too after this one. Um, but like, I'll play it after Steve goes. So, because this is all like a game to them, and they laugh like, "Oh, I, I smoked marijuana in college, blah blah blah," but but you didn't get locked up. Everybody else did. So, here we go. Let's hope there's no commercials because I'm gonna pause it. If there is. We have incarcerated so many, in particular, young men and young men of color, um, in a way that we have not, for the same level of use, other young men, and we've got to deal with that. In addition to dealing with the fact that. Um, not all drugs are the same. And when we're talking about marijuana, look, I have forever been an advocate for medicinal marijuana. I have personally known people who only benefited from it. So there are a lot of reasons why we need to leave. Have you ever smoked? I have. Okay. Like and I, and I inhaled. I didn't, I did inhale. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> But, yes. I know you have to go. They say you have to go. I just, I just broke news. <laughs> I mean, was it in college? Uh-huh. See, see, I like stuff like that. That's a real honest yeah. ass deal. Was uh, it a joint? It was a joint. Hey. Yeah. You remember the high? I do. So if it was legalized all throughout the country, you know, medicinal, would you, you know, do it? Listen, I think. What were you listening to when you was high? Uh, <laughs> what was on? What song was Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, definitely Snoop. Uh huh. Uh, Tupac, Tupac for sure. What are you listening sure. to now? What's your favorite hip hop artist now? What's your favorite artist? You know, who I really love is Cardi B. You like Cardi B? I really do. Okay. I really do. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny how they had Cardi B up there. At first, she was interviewing with Bernie Sanders and Biden, but then that's her favorite artist, right? They were using that her as a puppet. But you know, she's sitting there lying about. She's lying. So why would you even lie about? doing it if you never have then you don't lie about kind of music you was listening to they weren't even out yet when you were when you said you listened to them you lied you're pandering and so people have to realize what they're doing the games they play so steve you're the next caller please go ahead and while you're talking i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up that locker brother up miss kamala harris but go ahead steve and steve can you please tell us a story about what happened in chicago to the old man um his business as well because that's a really sad story and this is important for everyone to hear and understand, like, why this is so important, where we had to have a little of possible government in, in interference with this. Go ahead. Um, is it possible that you come back to me? Because um, I heard this a few years back. I haven't caught up with what the results were. Um, but, yes, I do have a lot to say. Um, and also, I am still <laughs> traveling, um, so I'm not sure if you really hear me, but um, yeah, I would appreciate it if you could come back to me, and I will have it all in place on how to talk and how to respond to all, everything you've been saying. Go ahead and play the Locker Brother Lock our brother up real quick, and then I'm going to get back to Blondie in a second. Hold on. Please, no commercials for two-minute video. Can I get a witness? Don't you let him. Because, you see, these people have an agenda, and their agenda, one of the things, is to get rid of the church, to get rid of the church, to have abortion on demand, to the promotion of all things LBGTQ. You know, Kamala Harris, oh... She's uh, running for the vice presidency. I call her Miss Lockup a brother. But when she was the AG in California, a, a Negro knew, a black man knew that he was dead in the water. 
He was dead in the water. Matter of fact, you don't need to try. You might as well go into jail if you appear before her because she took pride in locking up black folk. And now all of a sudden she's trying to be sister girl. I'm telling it. Check out her record. She locked us up left and right. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, you did, Kamala. Kamala, however I should pronounce it, you did. And now we're supposed to forget all that stuff. And, uh, and she boasted in California that she was one of the first I got the tape cue, but my time's up today. One of the first I can show, I showed you Thursday night to perform a same sex marriage. Y'all want to see it? You want to see it? Let it rip. Let the rings exchanged and the vows declared symbolize your commitment, sincerity, and affection. Yeah. And may your love never falter. May your love never falter. By virtue of the power and authority vested in me, by the state of California, I now declare you spouses for life. Cut, cut, cut. Now, 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 now that, 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 that is who supposed to deliver us. Now, are you crazy? I, I like what my Angelo says. She said, when the people show you who they are, Believe him. That's Kamala. And let me tell you, anybody who's trying to turn America into Sodom and Gomorrah is not good for this nation. She's not good for the state. And she ain't good for black folk. And I think that she's proven that. Her own media, the, the Hill, has said she may be the worst VP he's ever had. Okay, she may be the worst DP we ever had in the nation. So, um, was that enough time for you, Steve? And I could hear you perfectly fine when you uh, said that. By the way, Jet, so that kind of uh, proves your point. You said, AG, you're right. So I wanted to play this so you can play that for you. And yes, she was locking us up left and right. So I thought these would be perfect videos to back up and give some receipts that you were correct. So... He unjust says she ain't good for no folks. Uh, no, um, right now um, I'm going through. I'm going through something right now, so I, um, I would appreciate it if you actually skip me for now. If you could just throw me under, you know, throw me down, and I'll just okay. um, call back in when I'm ready. Okay, but we're gonna hop up at eight thirty, so hopefully you're ready by then. All right, Blonde, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I have a sister who worked for the Department of Justice here in California when Kamala Harris was AG. And uh, Kamala was, wasn't known to be a big cackler like she is now. She was more serious. In fact, uh, there was a lady politician, I don't know if it was Chelsea Gabbard or it was a, I think another Democrat, not Republican, who said that they looked at their track record. They actually liked her. And, uh, I mean, my sister told me that as a, they used to give her the grand entrance every time she used to come uh, riding on a helicopter uh, with, you know, backup support, security, sheriff's department and everything. And she was more authoritative. She was more on the boss kind of attitude. Uh, but she wasn't much of a cackler as she's known now. She was more respected as an AG in a way. Actually, probably more feared. I don't know what happened to this woman. I'll be honest. She's a great looking woman. She should be much more serious. She has a lot of potential, but she's lost it along the way. I don't, I don't know, honestly, what demons possessed this gal. She was serious uh -huh. at one time. Whether she got in there through Willie Brown, who, you know, who, who was involved in politics or whatever. Uh, the whole thing is, I, I don't know what's going on with Kamala Harris. Like, why is she so of a leftist? She comes from a mixed background, black father from, I think, Jamaica. But she has uh, Caribbean blood and a mother from India. So she, she religiously, her father was a Baptist and 
and uh, on her mother's side, they're Hindus. Uh, that's a weird uh, mix. I don't know who reigned right there, but she's never claimed to be a true Christian, to be honest. Yeah, well, but, here's another thing, too. It's real quick, Blondie. So, with looks, don't matter. And by the way, I can hear a TV in the background for you. Can you oh, okay, sorry. Thank you. And, um, so, looks don't really matter because, you know, Tulsi Gabbard's good looking, too. That's what you're you're referring to because she brought this up during the the um, debate. I wanted to give you your receipts for you, so Go, can you mute your mic for me? So I'm going to play what you're talking about. So I'll give you your receipt. I know exactly what you're talking about. So hold on. Mute yourself, please. Uh, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president. But I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep the in place. That impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. So that's who you're talking about. Those are the receipts. You're absolutely right about that. And then, you know, that's what he was bringing up too, um, as well. Let me make sure. Hold up. YouTube, I gotta fix my settings. Bailey, they just play the next video. But Blondie, go ahead and um, go ahead and close up real quick, and I'm gonna add Robert. Uh, this will be the last word I speak. So obviously, uh, the next one, Robert could go on. But anyway, I like talking to you guys, and thank you for bringing all these up. But we, as a people here in the United States, we gotta be better at, and we should have a hold all future politicians, candidates, to be. We should hold them to a, the very highest standards. And we should look with a fine lens everywhere. We should hold to the standard that a church holds a pastor and that a Catholic church holds a priest. They got to be impeccable. They got to walk the walk. They got to walk the talk. If they talk it, they got to live it. And they got to have the record for it. And if it's somebody that's more humble, that's really not a politician, and, and, and we should give them a, an opportunity. Especially if they haven't been groomed for that, then they should they should go through the whole process to prove themselves too. But of course, anybody that already has AG, uh, Assembly, State Senator, whatever, they should be held, whether they were mayors or governors, to a high standard. And we got we, we got to expect from them that they they will always be accountable to the people. It's not that they they just go lone wolf and they answer to no one. And they just take advantage of the four years and that's it, whether they run one time or two times. No, not anymore. Those days are gone. We should have term limits on all these guys and gals that are running. No, 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 no. It's, it's horrible. Otherwise, I'll be honest, we won't have much of the United States in the next 10 years. It'll be all given to the New World Order. That's what the United Nations wants. One world government, globalist nonsense. You know, it's not America first. It'll be America last and the world is first. But anyway, I leave you with this and uh, continue the great talk. And I always enjoy talking to you, Donnie, uh, and listening to all the listeners. Thank you for giving me the chance to talk. Have a great weekend, okay? God bless you. And I'll be doing some shows this weekend. If you guys go on, go shuffle through the shows and do what you want to add on your calendars. I'll have some more. I appreciate you for coming up here. You show up almost every time. I appreciate anyone who's listening. Um, you know, if, if you want to ask something, there's a live chat button over here on the side. You can type up some stuff. Um, definitely, God bless you. I appreciate you for adding your perspective. Um, anytime. Um, Robert, you're next. If I was in charge, I would send Kamala to the work camp. <laughs> what? What did you just say? <laughs> I said, I said, if I was in, oh, sorry, I used a fake German accent. I, I said, if I was, <laughs> if I was in charge, I would send Kamala Harris to the work camp and let her get a taste of, uh, uh, of her own medicine. But, uh, yeah. I'll, but I'll tell you, at some days, I, I wonder if it wouldn't be a bad idea to, to give these politicians a taste of their own medicine. Let them, let them live in poverty like America. Let them, let them be subject to the laws that they pass. 
Because remember when Obamacare passed, they they still got their military level care. The the uh, I'm sorry, not even military level care. They got their congressional health care, which is better than which is better than any soldier could ever hope for. Uh, but I but I think these politicians, most of them are out of touch with the people, um, and. I like I heard Biden's claiming credit for uh bringing jobs back. That's not hit that's not him that gets the credit for that. You we can thank the truckers for for pushing to uh for starting the movement that got rid of a lot of the vax and mask mandates. Because if if the truckers hadn't reminded DC that hey we deliver your goods so you better not piss us off then then uh, these things I think would have continued. Uh, it started in Canada and it's ironic that all this stuff started in Canada, but uh, but yeah to the topic my rights and liberties uh, greater than your opinion. That's right. Uh, if because. Quite frankly, uh, you don't get the right to punch me because I say a word you don't like or because I have an opinion you don't like. You know that whole Antifa punch a Nazi thing? They don't even know who the Nazis are. They just use the words because they're, uh, they're buzzwords. I mean, they, if you ask them to read, if you ask them about 1939, uh, then, uh, then, they won't know half of what actually happened. If you ask them when the Holocaust happened, they won't know if it was World War One or two. You know, and same with the communists. They don't. They that these people blindly support communism, even you got even though you got people like Vladimir Jaff that are actually that are actually former Soviets, that former Soviet citizens, not the elites, the citizens, the proles. That that are going to these pro-communist rallies and saying and asking people what uh, why they believe in this and and then just just to be told well Stalin's communism wasn't real communism well then what is because Karl Marx uh, well, as a matter of fact if I go back in time I would love to uh, I would love to kill Karl Marx. And then and uh, see see how much better the world would be. Mike, what happened? Robert, come back. You can't. What? Can okay, you... There you are. Cause your mic muted. Go ahead. Oh, I did. I intentionally muted my mic. I was done. Okay, you're done. <laughs> okay. All right, he, yeah. he was like dropping on us. All right, yes, definitely. Thank you for sharing that and dropping your dimes. Jet has requested to go again. Let's get with Jet real quick because he was typing up some stuff. I'll let you go ahead and go. All right, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Robert, man, and Baldy. Yeah, man, God bless you. You seem like a very grounded individual on your morals and how you um, – you know, it's like what you were saying about the leaders and everything. If you're still on in here, um, yeah, you're still on. Uh, you know, they say the, the best leader is the one who doesn't want the job. The best king is the one who doesn't want it. You know, the one you'd have to force them, compel them by the, the love of the people. All right, I'll finally take it, you know. But uh, besides that, Robert, man, um, yeah, bro, you got it on point with the NWO. I didn't know if I was, like, ready to talk about that in this uh in this space right now, or if, if anybody like, you know, cause you, you never know what you're going to open up when you start that type of stuff, but especially Baldy too, you know, you, you know, or Blondie, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, man. You got changed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, bro. Um, there's a lot of stuff that starts spiritual and it plays out physical to where the, the middle class and, and the lower class, we're the ones that have to deal with it. You know, it's our kids that have to deal with it. They, you know how they look at us already? When you get a social security card, you're looked at as a number of debt, a, a, a total amount of debt of how much debt you would, would, would and will accumulate in your life because they have this system so set up that what do they teach you about real uh, fiscal financial, um, you know, uh, 
education in schools. Like I didn't even learn how to write a check. I mean, I already knew because of my grandma when I was a young age, but I didn't never, I never learned how to write a check. Even when I was younger, when checks were still prevalent in days times, but I never learned how to write a check in, in class. I know some classes are, are like that. Some school systems have that embedded in their curriculum, but like where I'm getting back to is like all these political problems or these things that we can talk about that we may think start politically or have, all just to do with a political sense, but they don't, you know, and it's because that people are so blind. They don't see how much they will actually handle until you start messing with their food, their family and their money. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's the only thing. Like I believe that those three things were um, some, I want to say a cultist, not really a cultist, just some, you know, great thinker that was in, one of these great think tanks that they have, like the Bilderberg group and all that. But the thing about it is um, he came up, it was during the great depression time. I, I, I believe it was the president at the time or somebody, I don't, I don't, I forget who it was, but they, that's what they said about the own, their own American people, that the, the only three things you can't, you can't mess with, with the Americans uh, to cause total disruption, like total mass chaos is their food, their family, their children and their money. You, you have to you have to give them a place to work, basically, so they can make money and, and, and buy things. You can't fuck with their family because they, they have a heart for that. You know, you mess with a dude's wife or a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's been in movies where dudes go through a fucking mountain to kill whoever to mess with their family and shit like that. But the thing about it is man, with that NWO, the elitist, I don't believe that. Like I said in the comments, I don't believe that they would actually even change their mindset. And like if they got to live a life where they actually had to work or, you know, because the real elitists, they actually do know what's going on and they they have their hands tied into everything. So the real elitists, they, they they're not they're not against too much of anything, you know, but the the what I was going back to is like the the whole I don't know if everybody knows about the secret stuff that is spread out through our society and media and our movies and our music fed to our children every day. I, I can't, I, I can't believe that parents don't find it disturbing. And it's only because uh, it, their, their phone entertains their child enough for their, their, the, the parent can relax, you know, it, it, it keeps you distracted so I can relax. That's what, and I heard a, a good sermon that the, I forgot the gentleman who actually invented, um, uh, like the the kids, uh, like when you go to church and they have a kids church, like a, a, a elder in the church will pastor the kids to a different area so the, the sermon can get preached, you know, without disruption of kids. And um, they would teach them basic stuff like the base, the first books of the, the Bible, Gen, you know, Genesis, Exodus, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judging. You know, yeah, I learned all that in, in, um, in Bible school, basically, as a kid. And and one thing I heard as a sermon was how that kind of did a lot of uh, it, it made the parents comfortable to where they didn't feel they had to teach their kids. It was it was slow little bits and pieces, kind of like that. And I'm not saying that Bible school for kids is bad, but I'm saying what it did for our minds. I also I relate it like this. I heard it, I think, today or yesterday. They said comfortability robs a man of masculinity. Because you, when you're comfortable, you're you're less likely to be capable of what a man is supposed to be able to do. And the mind is a motherfucker. The mind will tell you it has chemical imba imbalances. Yeah, they like to create all these things. But at the end of the day, I'm real God-based. So you can't really tell me that a dude messing or uh, suffering from schizophrenia, and I throw up air quotes, you can't tell me he's not possessed with demons. A lot of these people, like how you said, with these D or Baldy, Baldy said it. That's what got my mind going. He was, you said, I don't know what took over, what took Kamala Harris over, or what what demons possessed her. I do, man. It was like the reason why she was doing all that, and I don't care if it were, you were black, white, any really guy. She was, she was scowling. She was throwing them to the book, bro. And at the end of the day, you say that your sister 
got to see real front of view because they knew who they were going to put in the position of vice president, man. They already knew who they were going to put in the position. So, yes, she's going to get that escort. She's going to get those bodyguards. She's going to get that helicopter because they already know. She's already down with the rituals. She's already down with a whole bunch of the, the, the secret societies. I mean, that's all throughout politics, but people just don't understand that. So I, I'll be quiet on that note. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Y'all know this is the Constitutionalist, right? This is the show. So we ain't, it's nothing like not bringing up our rights and our liberties. So one, the first quick thing, we have the right for the pursuit of happiness. From We got that from our, um, our Declaration of Independence. Unaidable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Just because you may not want to exercise your rights for that, you shouldn't try to infringe on anyone else's rights to be able to do so. You know, as long as you're not hurting anyone else or infringing their rights, that's on you. Also, the Constitution of the United States of America, 1789. The right of the people, sorry, this is the Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath of affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. These people cannot touch our property. If that if you have some property, then just because the government deems that you can't have it, that doesn't mean that they should be able to come and take your money, your assets, or any of those things. It's because they don't want you to have it. Now, the fact is, if you made this a law because you said you were looking out for our safety, now all of a sudden you're trying to use it for an election so that you can have some support because you know your president is garbage on your side. Now you want to use it for that? So that kind of de- this debunks everything you said before, why you, why you pushed it to be illegal in the first place. So how did any of those things you said happen, the reason why you made it a law, change? It didn't. It is This is a government. This is about control. And the other thing I want to add, too, is that the government doesn't care about us. They care about themselves. They care about money. These people have been filling their pockets. They, there's no middle class. We we're talking about middle class here for a second, but there is no middle class. There is the the rulers, there is the commoners. Because I mean, we just watched this this Oscars this happen, and no one was talk. Everyone was talking about um, Chris Rock getting you know fake slaps in the face, and instead of paying attention to the fact that the help was wearing masks, they had no mask on their face. You had to see all their probably $1,000 worth of makeup without a mask on their face, but people who are working there are wearing masks. So they're showing us exactly who they think we are. They see us as as livestock. We're livestock to them. So we're almost at the hour mark. So if anyone else wants to request before we shut this down, we can. And Jet says, and doesn't mean you don't need them. Wait, let me see the rest. I'm not for sure what that was about. Um. But if you want to speak, go ahead and come on up. Philip, you're next. I see you. Philip is running for president of the United States as an independent. What are your thoughts on this, Philip? And also, Steve, I still want you to get a chance, if you can, come up and tell your story. And just, yeah, a lot of things to say. Please do. I'll stay on longer for that um, because this is community. Um, this is we. This is what we do. We talk to each other, um, find solutions together. So, um, Philip, why did you fall back down? Can you request to be a caller again? There you go. I'm making you a caller. Go ahead. You're, 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 I can't hear you, Philip. Are you there? 